Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Fantasy freaks and geeks, what's up? We welcome you into the NFL Fantasy Life podcast. Oh, post-championship week. James Go here with you, joined alongside by the Whiskey from Wisconsin. Alex Gelhar, you're alive, pal. I am alive. The, it was uh, dicey for a minute there uh, on that Wednesday night before the last pod. I was uh, up for several hours, not enjoying myself, mm. and uh, was hit pretty hard with some sort of stomach bug. But I'm back today. I won a championship yesterday. And yeah, right now we're, we're podcasting in not the closet. Yeah. We're in a conference room. But, but it's one of the best conference rooms because it's called Beastquake, and there's a picture of of oh, the Marshawn Lynch's run. Beastquake run. And there's like an 80-inch flat screen that I'm watching Liverpool on right now, which is my Premier League team. So it's a pretty good day, all things considered. i got to be honest with you, man. This. This is incredible. Should this we just, is I may just, we just comment on the game and not actually <laughs> We'll watch. just give you Liverpool play-by-play. <laughs> once we're done recording, I may just sit here to watch the rest of the game and work remotely because this is outrageous. This is pretty great. All right, we got Matt Harmon here as well. What's up, Al? Yo. What's up? You lost your championship yesterday, right? I did. I'm champion. At us. Yeah, I am championship list this uh, year, so uh, I unfortunately will have to quit. Very oh, sad. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I've been fired. Okay. So I don't even know why I'm still on the podcast right now, considering I won no. It's just no the championship. Thought, it's just the ghost of you. You were an expert. Yeah. yeah, obviously not an expert. So Kay. too bad. All right, we got the franchise here, Matt Franciscovich. How'd you, how'd you do during championship week? I was only in one championship, and I won it. Yeah, buddy. And it's in the game notes. We'll get to it in oh, a little bit. Oh, hell or yeah. Or in the podcast notes, I mean. Bro, I was in two championships. Did you win? And I lost both. Ah. Sick. So maybe you and I can start our own satellite pod. Okay, it'll website. be called the Losers Bracket. Yeah, NFL.com backslash losers. <laughs> True, true. <laughs> uh, despite it uh, going into Week 17 and uh, for the vast majority of it not mattering for fantasy, we do have a great show in front of us here today. Uh, Going to give you some listener league updates. Haven't talked about the listener leagues all year. Yeah. But, you know, now the championships are in the books. Uh, congratulate the winners of the uh, listener leagues. Various formats, Danger Zone, OG. Uh, we got the Bearded League. And we'll give you an update on the NFL Fantasy Live League as well. Who won among our 12 NFL Fantasy Live experts. We will let you know and how they won as well, which is pretty interesting. All right, we'll get you your top performers and your biggest disappointments in championship week as well. And we'll close out the show with a round of daily dash. But we start your show as we always do with your top fantasy headlines. News. I don't watch news. the news because I'm a kid. Uh, let's talk about Todd Gurley, man. He's a madman. Is Out, he not? Uh, Outrageous. Yes. 118 on the ground. 158 receiving, 276 total yards, and two touchdowns to go along with 10, 10 receptions. Unreal. <laughs> he gave you a 50 spot in PPR during championship week. He also tweeted to fantasy owners after the game was over. That's right. You're welcome, fantasy owners. Now leave us alone. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> did he really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I replied. I replied. To, I great. replied to that tweet. I said, <laughs> "Merry Christmas, indeed." Oh my. You know what God. stinks is he. He's had an amazing season. He's gonna probably fall just short of getting a thousand and a thousand because he's only got 788. Only 788 only seven. receiving uh, yards. Yeah, yeah. But Unbelievable. I don't, I don't what a think, bum. I don't. 
<laughs> I don't think he's hating, man. I don't think he's gonna go out and get two twelve this coming weekend uh, through the air. So well. the, the last the last three weeks in the fantasy playoffs, Todd Gurley's given you five hundred ninety one scrimmage yards and eight total touchdowns. Jesus, and I believe real. It's the m- highest scoring fantasy playoff run by a running back like in history. So some, I think something I think along Kareen, those lines. Yeah, what did Kareem tweet out? She she said that this is the. The biggest or the uh, highest scoring three-game stretch during the fantasy playoffs, so yeah. 14, 15, 16, right. uh, by any player since the merger. Uh, most by any player in the fantasy playoffs since the merger. Yep, over 105 fantasy points Good the last three weeks. God. So he gave you like 25, 42, and 39 or something Unbelievable. Like just crazy. It's just insane. Um, I, I mean, what a turnaround, though. Yeah. I mean, he was a top 20 running back last year. Oh yeah, but but I mean, but this he was, was like a low end RB two, and everyone league. and and widely considered bust of the year. And you could have got him oh, yeah. like in the third round of your draft this That's year, right. or you something. You could have early is, third, late where? second, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. And even then, when you were taking him there, you're like, eh, you're I don't like, know, I don't know oh, about yeah. this, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's I can't remember if I talked about it on this podcast or another podcast or whatever. Who knows what? I'm so lost in the weeds at this point of when I've said what. But uh, I, I remember doing projections this year for the first time. And, uh, you know, he was one that kept popping up as like a top eight running back every single time because you could just because all you could do is just project the workload. And that was even assuming that the Rams offense was going to be better, but still below average. And he still popped up as a guy that was, you know, a clear top 10 running back. Didn't take him in a single draft despite that. And it was wow. obviously just very – because it just – I was like, yeah, I mean, the numbers are bearing it out. I mean, it's it's pretty clear, but – Yeah. Just, Hard to trust. Just, was, just never had that feeling. And it was – I think it was just basing it off the emotional reaction of what was happening last year instead right. of just, like, you know, trusting the – look, the workload's there for him because there's nobody else. Well, there – there was, like, that storyline in the preseason that McVay wanted to use Lance Dunbar as his oh, Chris Lance Thompson – Remember that? Yeah. And then I don't oh, yeah. think he ever got on the field because no, of an injury. Yeah, 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 and yeah. so Todd Gurley, like, late last season, they were starting to use him as a pass catcher. And we were like, Jeff Fisher, like, use him more like this. Sure. Get him in space a little bit. And, they, like, it just it just yeah. kind of fell into his lap this year. And clearly he's talented enough to handle it all. Let's talk about the performance of Jimmy Garoppolo. Sure. <laughs> I mean, okay. Jimmy G ripping most, apart the Jaguars' defense. Most fantasy points scored against the Jags by a quarterback all year. All year? All year. Amazing. He beat, he beat Russell Wilson by like point two points. But, but still, still. Did it happen. It so. did happen. That's amazing. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's throwing out there to, to Marquise Goodwin and Trent Taylor and, you know, George Garrett, Kittle. Garrett Selleck. Garrett Selleck. No, G- Garrett Selleck actually did, did not. Did he not play? He did not have a catch. Oh, he okay. played, well, he but he was injured. To him? Well, he came in. He, <laughs> he came played in 17 injured. snaps. Yeah, he came in injured. He was uh, questionable sh- to play. Oh, wish I knew that before the game started. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the zero. Okay. All right, there you go. Pal. It's okay. Pal. I'm sorry. Pal. It'll be okay. You still won your championship. What the hell are you getting mad about? I don't understand. I'm over it. All right. I tell uh, you what, though, there's going to be a lot of sleeper articles about, Jimmy G. about Jimmy G this oh, offseason. Yeah. Yeah, so so much so that it will be he won't be a sleeper. No, right. he's not going to be. He's the QB eight over the last four weeks. Amazing, that's insane. And that's in that's including the first game where he didn't even have a touchdown. Right. He had uh, something like three hundred passing yards, but that's correct. No touchdowns. That's correct. I don't know man. against the Bears. This this performance though this week by by Garoppolo, I, it solidifies his you know stand. And again, it's amazing. Undefeated as a starter. Undefeated as a starter. He's. Just, he's new, brand new to this system too. Remember That's all of the articles, uh, you know, about Matt Ryan struggling to get uh, get Kyle Shanahan. It took him an entire in, in year. The first year. It took him two off seasons. Yeah, Garoppolo's coming in with nothing, and <laughs> he got, he got traded at the deadline and yeah. has picked it up and is running it like it, it, he's been in it his entire life. It's with incredible like, with like D list wide receivers. That's what I'm saying. I mean, Marquise <laughs> hey, Goodwin is spec on Marquise Goodwin. <laughs> yeah, Goodwin, I think Goodwin has earned. I take it back. He's not an alpha, obviously, but no. like he's definitely earned you know number two type type consideration. Oh, he's yeah, he's gonna. I think he'll be he'll be great because I'm sure the Niners are gonna sign. <laughs> Somebody in free agency, or they'll draft somebody. Garcon is back too. Goodwin's going to be know, yeah. Garcon's going to be back, but Goodwin's going to be a, a really nice piece to try and target in, in fantasy next year, I think, because yeah. he's got that home run week winning oh, yeah. upside. Yeah, it's going to make me sad when Garcon comes back and Goodwin doesn't see enough target share to be the guy that we're seeing this year. You know what I mean? It'll probably it'll probably be the case, but I think he'll ha- he'll be a nice guy to have at, on 
for depth on your roster. But man, I was uh, yeah impressed, obviously, uh, as everyone was, by uh, Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. um, against this Jaguars defense. Now he did have that one, you know, red zone interception or whatever it was. But still, I mean, we're talking about a young player, uh, again, brand new offense. And you know, the other thing too, you think about <clears throat> the offense that he came from. He had picked that one up pretty quick as well. So yeah. I, th it's this is not just a, a one-time deal. Uh, yeah, he's he's the real deal here, man. I mean, he's yeah. looked great. Yeah, he has looked absolutely wonderful. Uh, speaking of young quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I bring this up on the pod. People are going to be like, why are we talking about Tyler Heineke? Taylor. Taylor Heineke. <laughs> I can't even I can't even get it right. Did we, ta Heineke. Did we talk about Tyler this story Heineke. on the We have not. Is That's why I brought it up. I have Heineke? no idea. Or Heineke. Heineke. Don't even Heineke. know how to say it. Heineken, but yeah. Heineke. All right, Heineke. Yeah. Heineke. <clears throat> Taylor Heineke. He entered the game for the Texans. Uh, it was dire straits for the Texans, Oof. man. Oh, yeah. gosh. I mean, because so, what are we talking here? Oh, okay, golly. so Deshaun Watson out for the season. Uh, Tom Savage. Tom on IR. Savage on IR. Okay, so now they're going with third stringer T.J. Yates. Who they re-signed. He wasn't even on the team. He wasn't on the team. So now he's in. Then he got knocked out with uh, a concussion. Yep. Came back in eventually, but in comes rando guy from Old Dominion, Taylor Heineke. Old Dominion. O.D.U. Baby. O.D.U. Uh, the reason old, I old dirty. <clears throat> As we call it in Virginia, the reason we <laughs> the old dirty. That's um, what, yes. Is that true? Oh yeah, that's a that's a nickname for it. <laughs> that was our big rival in undergrad. I went to James Madison. Oh yeah, that's way. true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, we got we have multiple tie-ins here. Yeah, this man. is good. Um, but no, I I was I brought it up because I, what was it? Wait, a, you went to James couple? Madison? I did. God, undergrad. Cool. Curtis you're Chris. like every uh, you like every other human from my high school. Went to JMU. Like, I'm gonna go to JMU, or, or and then the people that didn't go to JMU went to Old Dominion. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna make this next part of the story sound really mean, but I said what I said. <laughs> Amazing. Um, we were ta we were talking about this was uh, off air. This was in the newsroom. Uh, we were talking about well, who the hell is the backup quarterback. Uh, for the Houston Texans, should something happen, this was when they were going to play the Jags, and the uh, Jags were getting after it, right? Yeah, so yeah. you're you're worried about T.J. Yates' health here, right? And then it's like, all right, well, who's the I don't even know who the backup is because this guy was a third string. I had to look it up. Taylor Heineke. I'm looking at game tape of Taylor Heineke, and this dude is, oh my god, he's so small. He's very little. And the thing for me is, if Taylor Heineke can make it into the NFL, good God. So you what's stopping anybody? So you tweeted <laughs> a create a player, create a player named Taylor Heineke. You did. So I walked over to your desk after you tweeted this, and, yeah. I, and I told you that this this guy's actually he went to Old Dominion. My younger sister Emily, who's been on the podcast before, uh, went to Old Dominion, and they were like friends. Their freshman year, I was at the first <laughs> game he ever got on the field for Old Dominion. He replaced some senior quarterback. And that was his first action. So I was like, oh, and then when he made the NFL, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, I remember seeing him, you know, first first go out there. He actually has – he's pretty – as Emily, the, my insider here, my sister, yes. described him. Really nice guy. His dad actually passed away his freshman year. It was a whole big thing. Oh. Uh, so it was a pretty good story. Uh, she's like, Taylor's a really great guy. Has terrible friends, though. <laughs> Per, so, per the, oh, so, per, so he's per, got <coughs> character issues. Roasted. Well, maybe this. I mean, this freshman year in college, look, we, oh, all, we all hung out with an unsavory, unsavory uh, crew. Un, some unsavory crew. <laughs> but uh, yeah, pretty, pretty fascinating little backstory. So, and we, I was actually with Emily yesterday. Obviously, she was out here for the holidays. Right. Uh, I wanted her to give an advanced scouting report for Twitter, but she was not she, interested in she doing wasn't that. It. Okay. All right. um, she didn't want to periscope that. No, she didn't want to periscope okay. her her takes on on Taylor Heineke. But man, when he got in that game, he was. I think what you said. French is like looking up at the uh, the jumbotron. Like, is that really me? Am I really? Is this really where I am? You know, what a real game. We've spent a lot of time talking about Taylor. Heineke I was just gonna say, Taylor like, Heineke had no idea he's gonna be on the A block of a fantasy podcast right. yeah. on right. December twenty sixth. Good you know, for him. I would be willing to bet this is the only podcast that he's oh, made it into the A no, block. That's of. why you no listen way. to this podcast yeah, exactly for right. advanced information Go, like on this. Taylor Heineke. seems upset. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, meanwhile he's barely paying attention. I mean, it's been great. I've been able to watch the game while you guys go on a ten minute rant about Taylor Heineke. I'm sorry. What else would you like to talk about? No. We've got stuff to do <coughs> other stuff. How about DeMarco Murray? Knee injury. Likely out for week 17. It doesn't help anybody. Derrick Henry's finally going to get a start. Free Derrick Henry! So lame. Finally! <laughs> you know he's going to get like 20 carries for 50 yards. It's no. going to be a disappointment. Against the no. Jags, right? No. The no. Jaguars? He's going for 200. No, he's not. Oh, he's not? No. Okay. He's probably not. But still, Derrick Henry finally getting a See start. See what he can do. Too little too late. 
for most everybody out there. But I, I am excited to see what he can year, do. Next do we, year. Do we think Murray will, will be we, – we doubt no, he's, he's back gone. with the Titans, Oh, right? he's gone. He's gone. I, it depends on the coaching staff to me. If it's the same group of guys there, I could see I, them bringing him back. Well, I mean, financially, does it make sense? I That's what I was just going to look at his contract real quick. He's old now, too. He is old. I think uh, I think they have an out this week. This, this I think they do, too. I remember yeah. looking at this earlier in the year. You would think. It does seem very obvious. Yes. No, the they, they actually do have an out before next year with no dead cap. So. Yeah. All right. Well, then Gonzo. that should be bad. See ya. Uh, so next year, Derrick Henry obviously will be. Uh, yes. Oh, my gosh. He's going to be. Where do you think he'll get drafted? I think he'll be a third rounder. Yeah. Yeah. That seems safe to me. If if he is the guy, yeah, Work for course. sure. If, if they don't bring in anybody else, it's just such a boring, it's such an uninspiring offense, you know? It is, but it's a good offensive line. Um, he'll he'll get, have the goal line carries, and we know he's still a home run threat, so yeah, it's, yeah, a nice, it's a nice combo. Get Corey Davis offense. healthy f- to start the season and – I mean, even Marcus Mariota to a degree. I, mean, I don't know if he's. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's been healthy since that hamstring. It's. I feel I think like it's, been, it's an, been. It's been a number of injuries. I mean, keep yeah. in mind he's coming off of a broken leg late last year. You That's know true. I mean? so That's true. Forgot about. I that. I think he's been kind of sort of nursing that, and and I imagine these lower body injuries that he has still related to some of that. Correct. You know what I mean? Because you're overcompensating for sure. one thing and you injure the other thing. That's what my thought would be. So I'm excited to see what the the Titans can do next year. <laughs> it's shocking their win-loss record, considering how boring they've been to watch. They're, they're not a good team. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Crazy, yeah. You know what I mean. So, anyways, but regardless, uh, Demarco Murray out. Derrick Henry's going to get in next year. Expect Derrick Henry to go somewhere in the second round, if not higher. Uh, let's give some listener league updates. Sure. Shall we? Uh, should we start with the OG league? Sure. Uh, I forget the, this gentleman's last name or how which review he had to get into the league because okay. my God, that was an eternity ago yeah, in indeed. August. Twas. But uh, congrats to Jonathan. Uh, his team name was Gelhar's Golden Ticket Winner. So yeah. obviously I picked him <laughs> to get into the league. There you go. But uh, as we were mentioning off the top, with Todd Gurley being a bit of a value this year, Jonathan had Le'Veon Bell and Todd Gurley on oh, his baby. team. So needless to say, he ran through the league to an eleven and two record and coasted oh. through the championship. So. Congrats to you for winning the league. I finished fifth, I think, and uh, Marcus brought great shame upon us and this podcast. Let's, see, let's see where he finished. Marcus. Uh, well, that's why he's not on the show anymore. Well, you guys aren't going to like what I have to say about uh, my places Hold on, let me, let me go to Oh, well, we expect you to embarrass oh, us. Well, okay, fair Shameful. Enough. Shameful. It is actually quite shameful. I'm, I'm so embarrassed. Marcus uh, won the ninth place game. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you guys have that? It goes well. It, there's a, the, the consolation bracket. They it automatically does it. For oh, does it? Ninth yeah. place. Ninth place. Great. So, Where'd you finish, pal? Me, I said fifth. Oh, fifth. I finished. Uh, I think I was in the playoffs, but got knocked out right away. Oh, middle of the road, Gelhar. Wow. <laughs> wow. I think that's about where I finished uh, in the hipsters league. So uh, I yeah, I lost in the first round of the playoffs. Um, let's talk about the fantasy hipsters. What happened there? Franchise won the league. Yeah, buddy. This guy. Hey. I was six and seven in the league, uh, which was shocking to. And I, got I was seven to, I was and in, six. I was seventh place. Yeah, well, I told like I remember having a conversation. You were with, seven and six, and you won the, with the won the championship. Correct. Like, it was it was like eleven a, and two. It was a real like just middle heavy league where where like a lot of guys were finishing that six and seven. I feel like it's seven and six range. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, and because for me, like I remember saying a franchise, I'm like. Man, yeah, I sucked in that league. Like, I'm six and seven. Like, I'm definitely don't need to pay attention. He's like, no, dude, you're in the playoffs. No, this was like Sunday Whoa, morning. We, I was like, I was like, oh, really? We set it up so that eight teams could get into yeah. the, oh, to the uh, wild card so quarterfinal. Round. I see. So, I mean, I lost. I lost like the first round though. The, I guess it's like, fun to have more teams in it. Yeah, yeah. what the hell? Why I had not? Josh McCown in the first in the first round of the playoffs and hit when he died oh, uh, no. with neg- with a negative spot. I rode Amari Cooper all year. Cool. <laughs> but that no, was fun. Nobody cares about the fifth place team. No. They want yeah. they want to hear about yeah. how I won. What's a, who's I, on your roster, buddy? Uh, Lev Bell, Kareem Hunt, Larry Fitzgerald oh, all had big good games. God. I Kareem Hunt streamed, was the worst pick of the month. I streamed <laughs> Eric Ebron this oh, week great. and Mike Gillisley. They both scored touchdowns. Eric Dude. Ebron, and I think, Ke- was the highest scoring tight end. And Keelan Cole and Chris Boswell and Vikings D. And the guy I played, uh, his name's Scott Donnelly, actually. He okay. went 11-2. and two. Wow, um, he I survived. I survived Todd Gurley. He you did? Gurley, yeah. That's pretty outrageous. Oh, and that's amazing. Both of us had zeros in our starting lineup. I left Devonte Adams in my lineup because I forgot to check before okay. Saturday's yeah. game, and he had Michael Crabtree in, who actually played <laughs> and <laughs> actually got, played zero and got zero points. Zero anyways. So, oh yikes. my god! I, I I lost the champ. The championship that I lost, I played against Michael Crabtree. 
terrible. There were a lot of zeros from that game <laughs> last night. I relied on Nick Foles, so. And, of course, Long Amari on. Cooper gets a long touchdown. Um, interest, there are some interesting uh, trends uh, from the quarterback and wide receiver position this week that we'll get into in top performers and biggest disappointments. But um, I'll let you know about, uh, what, the Muy Loco League. It's one of the listener leagues that I had uh, this year. Uh, congratulations to my pal and former coworker. actually. He's a news director now at uh, KPAK in Bakersfield. Back when we worked together, he was just a lowly line producer. But Jeff Lank uh, and the Orange Kareemsicles winning the championship there. You know, his championship run started back in week two. When he traded away his first and second overall pick, David Johnson and Doug Baldwin, to go get Paul Perkins and Todd Gurley. Oh, that worked out. So he traded DJ after he got hurt. Somebody was hoping he'd come back, I guess. So he traded essentially uh, two meaningless players in David Johnson and Paul Perkins. And so the trade was basically just Doug Baldwin. Well, because remember yeah. remember at first the whole David Johnson thing was, well, he could be back in eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I, right. I, re- I remember. <laughs> I have him on about four IR spots still. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> this, was the, what, this was the year where, like, I somehow got top two picks, like, Everywhere, and it was like, God, this is the best year to have the first overall pick. You know what I mean? Got David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell. Boom, boom, boom. Can't go wrong with either one. Let's go. Actually, you you could go wrong with one because he hasn't been been seen since like the second quarter of week one. At that point, too, it was a risk to trade for Todd Gurley because you didn't know. Yeah, you had had a tough tough matchups, and you didn't know the Rams were going to be what they were. Bold move, pretty bold, certainly. Yeah, uh, by uh, Jeff Lank here, but uh, to trade away again David Johnson and a second round pick, Doug Baldwin. To get Todd Gurley. It, it is funny to remember, like, to go down memory lane with some of these players. Like, we're sitting here now, like, obviously worshiping at the feet of Todd Gurley. Yeah, but, right. like, he was a player that people – not only were they concerned about coming into the season like we talked about, but there was a stretch where it was like, man, his matchups get a lot tougher. Uh, should we be worried? He had a stretch and, of terrible matchups yeah, and for just, running and backs. It just, and it never mattered. And he dominated. It never mattered Domination. a single time. And, obviously, he's probably, you could say, an outlier case. But it's definitely a situation where, like – you know, if if a guy's getting volume like that, you just don't don't trade him, especially when there's somebody like the, like I remember C.J. Anderson was another one kind of similar that he was getting volume for a while, but he was a smart trade candidate because the team's not invested in him. Well, I was gonna say, you know, this is kind of where the this is where the magic sauce is, though, right? Because you talk about volume over everything, tongue in cheek, but I not tongue in cheek. Okay. I'm not kidding. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> this is where a little bit of scouting comes into play and and familiarity with the game and, and those types of things and being able to uh spot talent because a- expert it, stuff well <laughs> i don't know about all that but i don't but what i, I would say though expert to look at a guy and be like he's good playing he's good it was well a, it, it was a joke i know i would say though it, it's you know if you stuck stuck with todd Gurley and you said to yourself well look this guy's it, he's great he's great talent very yeah. talented player if that guy gets volume in a tough matchup I'm okay with it. Yeah. You don't even need to – it doesn't even need to be about the fact whether he's good or not. All you need to know is, like, again, going back to the C.J. Anderson versus uh, Todd Gurley situation, uh, Gurley was a 10th overall pick by this team. They're obviously invested in him. They think he's really good. That's really all that matters. Whereas with C.J. Anderson and the Broncos, they've tried like hell to replace him at, at every single <laughs> – Every year. Every single moment. <laughs> he, and, he's, and, he, and he's given them damn good reason at times to – You know to, what? To he's, he's the new Mark Ingram. He's the new player on a team that like will perform for them, but they just endlessly want to replace or get rid of him. Yeah. C.J., I think, though, has done – He's done his fair share to, to oh, deserve it. Oh, certainly. More certainly. so than Ingram has. I, I, Ingram did a little bit back in the day, too. True, but. true. It's a good point. Uh, I finished last place in this listener league. <laughs> Whoops. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> who did you – who did you – who's on your team? I don't know. Four and nine was my overall. I record. don't know. It I literally don't know. haven't looked in five weeks, probably. I, I, literally, <laughs> I literally don't know. Yeah, literally. well. Uh, by the way, uh, Jeff Link also picked up Alvin Kamara off waiver. Oh, oh. So. He's another guy I don't think I had in a single league. <coughs> Alvin yeah. Kamara and uh, Todd Gurley was his running back duo. That'll work. And that will get the job done. Yeah. Um, in the Danger Zone League. Danger Zone. Team Kofefe. It's a great name, by the way. Finished in last place. Oh, <laughs> Damn, dude, you suck. W-I-D. 2-11. and 11 Oh, God. In, the, in a 16-team. <sighs> Bro. Danger Zone League. Wow. Uh, I think I had Aaron Rodgers in this league. This was a th- again sixteen team six point passing touchdown league. I had Aaron Rodgers. I'm done. Um, but congratulations to Richard Campa, 
He was the last person selected in this league. Oh, yeah. Remember, he's that husband and wife. Yeah, well? I was going to say, that was the guy that we let, we were going to let us put his wife yes. in first, and then yes. we let him get right. in later. Yes. Right, right. Mark Campa got in first, and uh, we stretched it all the way out and, and, and made Richard uh, sweat all the way to the last pick. That was, so, that was pretty fun. So yeah, he won? He won the whole thing. What? Dude, <laughs> let me tell you about this, though. This was this is what was crazy. This is his week 15. Are you guys ready for this? Ready. Semi-final game, week 15. He won his matchup. 143.88 wow. to 143.58. Oh, my God. Good God. That's just – you're waiting for the stat corrections to come in. Three yards. Dude, that's that's nuts. Well, uh, you know, they say it is a game of inches. <laughs> Was it Alfred Morris's three yards in the second Marsh? half of that Marsh? Was it week Marsh? 15 game? Three yards. Crazy. That's that put amazing. him in the championship That's amazing. Game. Can you imagine the tilt yeah. while that's happening? Because you know some garbage yeah. dump-off pass or something. Last that, play of the game. You know or, what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I man. I mean, yeah. I lost in a round to go to the championship in my most important league by two points, li- largely because Russell Wilson fumbled that ball 30 yards oh. backwards. <laughs> Dang. Oh. Sick. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, Cam Newton carried him uh, yeah, in help. week 15. Uh, and Lev Bell obviously carried him throughout the season, so there you go. Um, NFL Fantasy Live. Oh, this was – yeah, this is a good one. This is amazing. Congratulations, Adam Rank. He was the favorite all year, let's be honest. His team was I don't unbelievable. MJD had a great yeah, MJD team. Had a good he team. did, he did. Oh. Uh, NFL Fantasy Live League, Adam Rank for the fourth time. What? This league's been in existence, I think, 11 years. Oh. Fourth time. Adam Rank. That's impressive. Champion. He's the Patriots. He just destroyed Akbar. Uh, 164 to 89. This, oh. is, this is a full point PPR league. He got 89 points, did Akbar. 6-4 oh. uh, scoring, what too. The hell and 6-4 scoring. Who did scoring. he play? Uh, Let's check. Uh, he had Case Keenum well, well, as not, his quarterback. Was it, what did he get? Um, although... Adam Rank had Tom Brady. I don't know who was on this guy's roster. But anyways. I'm checking. Uh, by the way, Adam Rank won. He posted a 164 score oh. with Antonio Brown injured. Oh. Which is amazing. Uh, Akbar started Michael Crabtree and Alshon Jeffrey. They both <laughs> oh, got zero. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh. That hurts. Yeah, Akbar's team, I think, had had some injuries leading up he, to that point. He had to start. Alshon Jeffrey Crabtree, he had Mohamed Carson Sanu, Wentz. Mike Wallace. He did have Wentz for a while. He had Wentz for a long time. Uh, and he traded with Fabs for Lev Bell at some point. That's right. He got Lev Bell in, in a trade. He traded Christian McCaffrey to go get Lev Bell. Ooh. Well, CMC and somebody else. Two yeah. zeros of players. like he, he, like he, They started and got targets. And Alshon Jeffrey, that one was the oh. – you're like, wait, hold up, dude. This is against Oakland, right? This is, right. this is Nick Foles. It was Foles. a good matchup. This is Nick Foles throwing four touchdowns previously. Right. <laughs> okay. Fun times. Here we go. That's brutal. Uh, that was brutal. But, uh, but again, um, uh, Adam Rank had Kareem Hunt, Mark Ingram, uh, Deion Lewis as his core. Great core, obviously. Gronk. Um, Maurice Jones-Drew finished in third place in this league. Matt Harmon, you came in fourth, pal. Yeah, man. It was a fun, uh, fun little ride. I decided to really uh – I decided that you know, Maurice smacked the hell out of me though in that uh, yeah in that he did that final bracket, yeah. well he had yeah. Gurley he did yeah have he Gurley. had Gurley and I left I I didn't really care I left Rex Burkhead starting in that there league. I was like I forgot that baby yeah you know. yeah I, I was checking because I think even if you had because you had Gio Bernard on your bench even yeah, if you started Gio it it would have been closer but it wouldn't have mattered yeah so there you go yeah. uh, if you were wondering I did not make the playoffs in this league. Uh, Gellhart, did you make the playoffs? No, I just missed it. I started 0-6 in that league, and I was one game back from making the playoffs at oh, the end wow. of it. So, yeah, I, I made the playoffs. I lost in the first round. You're the 49ers, basically. Yep. You yeah. came You know, you know. came back I changed starters start. and then uh, Good. <laughs> rebounded. You had, a lot of, you had a lot of bad breaks, man. I did. Well, I had Alex Smith, and then I dropped him because I'm like, he's not going to stay on this epic right. run because I was streaming quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Whoops. I drafted Dalton, started him in week one, got me like negative 11 points because oh, it was 6-4 scoring. Yeah, but not only that, though, but you also suffered a lot of like bad beats. Oh, so many close losses. So many. I, I lost so that one many. game because Dante Moncrief dropped that touchdown. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. Literally all he did was catch it. <laughs> and, and, Monday hit him, night and hit game. him right in the hands. <laughs> right. I would have won. Uh, Michael Fabiano also did not make the playoffs, much to his chagrin. Much teeth gnashing was had when Michael Fabiano did not make the playoffs in this league as well. 
Uh, let's talk about your top performers. Quarterback position, Jared Goff, your quarterback one, 301 yards passing, four touchdowns for him versus Tennessee. A great game for Jared Goff. Yeah. Kirk mm. Cousins versus Denver, rebounding nicely. 299 through the air, three touchdowns for Kirk Cousins. Wasn't super pretty. Um, he I think he completed a 51% of his passes or something. It was ugly. It was ugly. Josh Doxson, 13 targets in that game, two catches, 60-plus nice. yards and a touchdown, though. Oh, so, there you go. It, p- interesting. That that offense bizarre is, stat line. That offense is really going to be fascinating coming into next year, I think. Obviously, the, there will be a lot of questions about will Kirk Cousins be there? Right. Uh, what's going to happen? Was with he the, auditioning once, for his – Was he auditioning for, for Elway there? That's it. I mean, look, look it's it's worth asking. It seems like they're destined to screw this situation up. And, like, no player in the NFL <laughs> – Destined. No player in the NFL has created more leverage for himself than Kirk yeah. Cousins. I mean, he's like – I said this at the beginning of the year. Like, there's three possible scenarios for Kirk. One, uh, he balls out. Yeah. They franchise tag him. He Again. makes he makes a buttload of money. Thirty million, I think, would be something. I think it was Thirty-four or thirty-five million is what. Like, the there's something they thing. just literally can't do. They uh, like financially, it's <laughs> going to be impossible to do that. Scenario two: He goes, balls out. They sign him to a new contract. They pay him a buttload of money. Scenario three: He doesn't play that well. Uh, he goes somewhere else, or even you know, anyways, he could still play well and go somewhere else. That team's going to pay him a buttload of money. Either sure. way, Kirk Cousins making a lot of money this offseason. Oh my God! Uh, yes. But whether he's there or not, it's going to be interesting for players like Josh Doxson. What's his potential coming in the next year? Jameson Crowder. Kirk Cousins could legitimately hold out, I think, for at least for Washington anyways, to be one of the top two or three paid quarterbacks in the league. I think he will be the top paid quarterback in the league. I think he might. I think he might be as well. I'm just hedging my bet, but I would say at least top two or three. But I would say he could hold. He could hold out because again, they can't franchise him. They can't. It would be such a mismanagement of the salary cap, it would be ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Crazy. And they've got themselves into this into this exactly. situation. Franchising so it's, him it's twice. Rough, yeah. Well, and just not wanting to commit. Like two years ago they should have just gave him a a, a a good solid starter's salary. Yeah, they've let it bleed out I mean, too long. For fantasy, Kirk is like a great He's like the poster child of late round quarterback ads. Like if you wait on the position a while, his last three years he's had over four thousand. He had four thousand forty one hundred twenty nine and eleven twenty nine touchdowns, eleven picks in right. twenty fifteen. Last year forty nine hundred yards, twenty five and twelve. This year he's sitting at thirty nine hundred, so he'll go over four K again. And he's got twenty seven touchdowns and ten picks. What so a like, consistent! Yeah, I think I think he's not a total week winner, but like no. he's like Tony Romo back in the day. But he has he's big Tony weeks Romo. where he does he, have big yeah, weeks. So yeah, so I six. I think that the, what gets kind of lost in the conversation about streaming is that like the goal is not to either a be the last guy to take the quarterback. Like if there's no extra prize in that, and it's also not to. It's also like one of the goals is to land on a guy, a late round player that you take that you end up not having to stream anymore, whether it's right. tight ends or quarter or quarterback. And yeah. Kirk is that guy, yeah, every year, where you take him with the idea, like, I don't really have any attachment to this guy. He's like my 10th, 11th round pick. I'll cut if him he at, flames out. If he flames out, who cares? Doesn't matter. But he rarely ever flames out. Yeah, right. I agree with that. Um, and, no, he's been great. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest offseason question marks, one, one that, you know, obviously a lot of folks will keep a, a very close eye on, what's going to happen with Jay Gruden? Forget about the contract situation. He's staying, for, I think, for Yeah, Kirk he's going to stay because they, they extended like, him. I thought that was confirmed today even. Was it? Yeah. I, I, don't, I didn't see it today, but – Okay. I would be shocked if he's not back. Well, there's been a lot of rumors. There, yeah, way. there are rumors. There was a rumor that since he would be interested in him being the head coach. That's what I'm saying. God, go. that's what I'm saying. Cincinnati, stop looking at all your exes. Like, <laughs> move on, <laughs> move on, buddy. Uh, Blake Bortles versus San Francisco. Good fantasy day. Not great in real life, but uh, that's the Blake Bortles experience. Three eighty-two passing, two touchdowns, three interceptions for Blake Bortles. Jimmy G versus Jacksonville. 242, three touchdowns and one pick. Uh, by the way, these were the only four quarterbacks to score 20-plus points in standard scoring leagues this week. It's only the third time this has happened this season where you've had four or less 20-plus point scorers. It was week one, week eight, and week 16, as strange as that is. Wow. So at the very beginning, smack dab in the middle, and at the very end. Trends. Weird. The Bortles, the Bortles day was outrageous because I had told everybody to play him, yeah, and yeah. I wrote him up like 
four weeks ago as a like a season saving move, like pick him up, ride him through the playoffs, which yeah. worked out really well because you said he was the QB one, right? He's Over the QB one in the last four weeks. Yep. In the last four weeks, <laughs> which is amazing. Twenty two points a game. The fact that it was championship week, I told so many people to play Bortles, and he started out with all those picks. I was three like, three oh, picks, God. but. It was then, just like Bortles back in 2015. Yeah, yeah. like oh he 100%. dug him, he dug himself a hole. 100%. Now he's got to get out. What does he do? Chucks for 380 and two touchdowns. Season like, high 382 pass yards. <laughs> it was the most Bortles game ever, so Bortles. which was hilarious that it came in championship. Is Blake Bortles Jacksonville's Week One starting quarterback next Ooh. year? Yeah, I think he is. No, this year. Okay. Oh, oh, never mind. Jackass. <laughs> uh, yes, next year. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, man, I don't know. I think they'd like to move on. But I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see what happens in the draft. Yeah. Well, that, let's see what happens in the playoffs. True. Playoffs. That's a great point. I didn't even think about that. Season doesn't end for like all the teams. They, you know, how about if he balls? How about if he balls? If he goes full 2012 Joe Flacco. He's, pull, he's pulling a Flacco he's pulling right a Flacco, now. Yeah. How about like, he does that? If he balls, they can't just be like, oh, we're going to draft someone they and have. start him over you in week one. <laughs> they've already you know, imagine, they've Can you imagine Blake Bortles going up to Foxborough? <laughs> also, let's not forget. <laughs> amazing. They amazing. took his fifth-year option already, so he's <clears throat> going to get paid $19 million next year. Oh, next year. God. But okay. if they cut him before, they would have to, they would so. have to cut him, right? Yeah, I think they would have to straight cut him, actually, yeah. Yeah. They'd have to straight cut him, which doesn't seem like it's going to happen. No. So. Okay, there you go. Uh, at the running back position, oh, let's go to the wide receivers first, actually. Larry Fitzgerald was your wide receiver one. Sick. It's crazy. Nine receptions, 119 through the air, touchdown for him. How about Joachim Grant? Ugh. No. How about not? <laughs> Miami's <laughs> uh, special teams player, also wide receiver, versus Kansas City. Had 107 receiving yards and a touchdown. Top five wide receiver this week. Teddy Ginn Jr. versus Atlanta. Four catches, 76 yards, touchdown. Julio Jones versus New Orleans, seven for 149. And Juju on that beat versus Houston, 75 and a touchdown. So now he had 13.5 in standard scoring leagues. He was a top five receiver with 13.5. Yeah. Man, at the end of the second, at the end of the second quarter, he had like negative points because he had one catch for negative two yards. No. I know because he was another player that I faced in my only championship this year. I see. Yeah. Meanwhile, Justin Hunter's out here catching touchdown you know what I mean? passes. <laughs> That was sick. That was disheartening. <laughs> and then R- Roosevelt Nix gets that. It was amazing. Vultures, that fullback touchdown. <laughs> so crazy. Thank God they corrected themselves. <clears throat> so crazy, man. Um, but, again, there was no 20-plus point scorers at the wide receiver position. This is only the second time it's happened this season. And that Terrible. was in week four. So if you felt like you didn't get very much wide receiver production, trust me, you were not alone. Nobody did. Uh, nobody got wide receiver. I mean, because you're not even uh, – you're not playing Yakim Grant. No. A lot of folks weren't playing Ted Ginn Jr. Come on. Come on. Well, what's going on here? I mean, some folks were. I'm, I'm just saying, like, percent start-wise, right. I'd be surprised if his percent start was over 50%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for Championship sure. week? Come on, dude. Uh, running back position. You know about Todd Gurley. 276 total, 10 receptions, 2 touchdowns, 49.6 points in PPR formats. Uh, actually, I played in a format where you get bonuses, too, for 100 yards uh-huh. and then one, uh, 150. Right, so he got a point, an extra point for the 100 receiving and then a- another 2 points or wh- whatever. Maybe it's backwards, but either way, 3 extra points there. So, uh, you know. He, he gave you a lot of points. Exploded. Unbelievable. Deion Lewis versus Buffalo. We saw it. We knew it was coming, but we didn't know it was going to be this big. 124 rushing, 24 receiving, two touchdowns for him. Gio Bernard. Uh, Joe Mixon left that ball game, and uh, Gio Bernard filled in admirably. As he has all year. We, yeah. I, I feel like I've been saying this since week six. Gio Bernard is has shown to be their best running back, and they keep trying to shoehorn in Joe Mixon, but – here comes Gio Bernard versus Detroit, 116 on the ground, 52 receiving and a touchdown for him. C.J. Anderson, good game versus Washington, 88 rushing yards, 45 receiving yards, and a touchdown for C.J. Anderson. Uh, Mike Clay, I'm trying to find the stat, but yesterday he had a he had something about uh, the fact that like Bernard has just he has like six more fantasy points than. Uh, oh yeah, I remember that, and on like a hundred fewer yeah. carries or something like that. And he's only played in, like, three or four games, like, as a starter. It's weird that they've been trying to shoehorn in Joe Mixon. Yeah, get out of here. Like, where are all the Joe Mixon is the most talented back in the draft uh, truthers now? Where are they? Uh, well, uh, six feet under. They've yeah. pulled, they've, they're have they're the Homer in the Bush gif is yes, where they, they are. are. Yeah, and Gio, the point. thing about Gio, too, is, like, the Bengals' offense is so bad 
has been so bad, and he's like led the team in receiving for like two of the last four weeks or something yeah. too. Like yeah. he stays on the field in these terrible game scripts, right. and he gets loaded up with targets. Sure. Here's here's the stat from Clay: Gio okay. Bernard has scored six more fantasy points than Joe Mixon this season on 57 fewer touches. Amazing! Jeez. It's wild, man. <laughs> it is amazing. All right, a tight end, Eric Ebron. Your tight end one versus Cincinnati, 83 yards and a touchdown. Could have streamed him. Could have. Antonio Gates, you could have streamed him too. Could have streamed him. Versus New York Jets, 81 yards and a touchdown for Antonio Gates. I don't know, man. For whatever reason, I always get a kick out of Philip Rivers throwing Antonio Gates for a touchdown. Yeah. At this point, it's, it's like – It's only been happening for 30 years. No, right? I know. But, I mean, at this point, it's like a it's like a nostalgia play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess it's great. Uh, Rob Gronkowski versus Buffalo of 67 and a touchdown. Could have streamed him. Could have. No. Oh. He was two yards away from having a very nice game, but uh, yeah. 67 and a touch for him. Uh, Travis Kelsey versus Miami, 47 and a touchdown for Travis Kelsey. So uh, two of your big-name players came through in the clutch there for you. Vernon Davis revenge game. <laughs> oh, it was, yeah. Revenge. Vernon Davis. Dang, there was so much revenge this week. Vernon Davis revenge game. Potential revenge. Matt Harmon, you called it, I think. <laughs> Didn't you? I think you called it. I think I you called it. I don't want to talk I feel about like we yeah. talked we about Vernon did. Davis we did. for we like did. 20 Check minutes the tape. last week. We did. Yeah. we did. We did talk about it. Chris knows. Um, 42 yards in the touchdown. I, I took one last ride with Vernon Davis last week. Oh, like, yeah, you did. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> what an, what an awful end of the year it was for Vernon 42 Davis. 42 yards and a touchdown in championship week for Vernon Davis. Let's go. Very sad. Uh, biggest disappointments. There were so many. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, no, re- I mean, really, there were, though. I mean, you look at it. I, I mean, again, we talk about no, not a lot of quarterback scoring, not a lot of wide receiver scoring. I mean. It was weird. I, it sucked. Look at your top five running backs. Deion Lewis, Gio Bernard, C.J. Anderson. I mean. Sucked. Uh, there was a lot of guys that were disappointed. It was a low-scoring week. week it around. was. It was indeed. Dak Prescott versus Seattle. What in the hell happened here? 182 passing. No touchdowns, two picks. He looked terrible. Tyron Smith left early, which has yeah. been yeah. all season we've seen. When That's he's fine. out, it's a much bigger problem than uh, than Zeke. I wouldn't say much bigger, but it's been a problem for sure. But Dak, Dak has looked da- – They gave that looks Adrian bad. Claiborne six sacks in a game with sure. Tyron Smith out. Zeke's not picking those guys up. Zeke, well, Zeke's not making those plays. And every time you try to pour dirt on the Seattle Seahawks, look what happens. They're going into the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I know. They're thought, going into the playoffs. Dead, like, I would weeks so ago. much rather see them in the playoffs than, than the Falcons. Falcons. Yeah, yeah. Case Keenum versus Green Bay, 139 passing and a touchdown for Case Keenum 10 in, the, in, in just single-digit uh, conditions there. Yeah. I mean, guys, their their bodies just weren't working. I they mean, were, they were talking about the in the broadcast like they f- they were talking about how all the deep passes were going too far, yeah. and it was like the because wide receivers they, they, couldn't they, get up to speed because their bodies were like their bodies kinda, can't that, move. It kind of makes sense, right? Bad. The turf was bad too. Everybody was falling down. It's a lot tougher to get traction on those things. But yeah. single-digit temperatures, I mean, bodies literally yeah. were frozen. Yeah, that's rough. You know, you could see their their breath. It was like smokestacks. It was that was rough. Anyways, Case Keenum though, uh, disappointment. Although he was one play away from having a nice day. You yeah, know he was. I mean? He had just missed a couple. He throws. just yeah. missed Adam Thielen for a wide open TD. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stafford versus Cincinnati, two oh three, a touchdown in an interception. This was, I mean, the Lions have broken. Detroit's heart, Detroit fans' hearts in a lot of ways. This one, this one's up there because Cincinnati wasn't playing for anything. They had been straight zombies for the last two weeks in a row. Yeah, I, I think just about damn near everybody had picked Detroit in this ball game, and boy, that one, that one was rough. And Matt Stafford uh, did not play well, but uh, two oh three passing for him and a touchdown. And a pick. Can I just say, I was going to make a joke, like, why didn't you have Brett Hundley on disappointments here? Obviously, nobody was starting him. Right. But I just pulled up his uh, page to look at his what his line was again. Yeah. His last six starts are hilarious because he had a one touchdown, no picks, hundred plus, 110 plus rating. Next game, zero touchdowns, three picks, 43 rating. Yeah. Next game, three touchdowns, zero picks, 130 plus rating. Next game, zero touchdowns, one pick. 48.3 rating. <laughs> Next game, three touchdowns, zero picks, 110 rating. Then on Saturday, zero touchdowns, two picks, 30 rating. Amazing. So just literally. So he's due. He's due this week. Week 17. Oh, you're right. This is a three touchdown and it's, game. And it's on the road. Oh, it's on the road. It's on the road. He does terrible at home, and he plays well on the road. And all those games were at home, too, where he was trash. All the other ones why, were. Why he is that? He can't win in Lambeau. He can't get it done. 
Why I don't is know. that? Can't chew his gum as much in, in the, the cold, cold weather. That's probably what it is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Although he was chewing his gum in why the does cold he have in zero, Cleveland. Why does he have zero touchdowns at Look home? at this. I don't understand. I know. I know. It makes no sense. Look at the. Look at him. Look at the numbers. Look at those numbers. It doesn't make any sense. It's just hilarious. Like, I. How do you? How? How? I don't know. How? It really makes it's no sense. Weird. To me. <laughs> uh, it's weird. It's really weird. At the running back position, disappointment. De- Devontae Freeman versus New Orleans. This one, let me tell you why I'm personally offended by this stat line. <laughs> uh, so 56 yards and a fumble loss, so 3.6 points in standard scoring leagues. Whoa. This is following a week in week 15 where he put up just a crazy number. Yeah. Actually, I think it was the most fantasy points he scored all season. I think it was. The only thing I had to survive to go into my championship game in another league that I actually cared quite quite a bit about. I just had to survive a 22-point week from Devontae Freeman. He gave him 25. <laughs> oh. Come on, bro. And then he bounces back with this poop game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. Dang. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> He was uh, stuffed uh, on a couple goal line carries, he too. He fumbled so. on the goal line. Yeah, and, yeah, that was – Tevin yeah. Coleman scored a touchdown after being out with a concussion for, like, two games. I mean, that's the biggest thing. It was Tevin uh, Coleman didn't play in week 15. Falcons Freeman got so much, so much work. Freeman and fumbled and on the goal line in that 25-point game, too. That's right. He, he yes, did. Yes. He did. He's been fumbling a lot. I thought I thought that ga- – I thought when he fumbled there, I was like, I got this one. Yeah. yeah. I, I was got in this. the same boat as you. I was going against Devonta Freeman, and I think I lost by five. And when he fumbled at the goal line, I was like, all right. Yep. I'm good. I escaped. I'm good. Damn. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, you nope. were wrong. Uh, I was wrong. I, and like I said, I, I audibly screamed when he <laughs> got that last carry, whatever it was, 20-yard touchdown. <laughs> I, it sounded like it sounded like <laughs> Chewbacca getting stabbed in the neck. <laughs> it did. Like that? Um, <laughs> run CMC, Christian McCaffrey versus Tampa Bay, 39 rushing yards, just two receptions I mean, for 19 and 58 total. This is what? against Tampa Bay. What? It doesn't make – Panthers' offense sucked in that game. God. It was horrible. bad. Demir Bird did. But two receptions, though? I mean, what? I, I know. I don't. They don't, they don't have any wideouts left. He had two receptions. Oh, uh, what did Devin Funches went three for three 11. Three for 11. So I bad. think talk out of Carolina is he's, that shoulder injury is worse than, uh, than it, last it seems. Um, talk about wide receiver disappointments. We talked about Adam Thielen. He just missed one mm-hmm. uh, from having a very nice day. But two receptions, 24 yards for him. Des Bryant versus Seattle, three receptions, 44 yards, and a fumble lost. Yikes, that was horrible. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey versus Oakland. This one was just baffling. Uh, zero receptions, zero yards. Funchess against Tampa Bay. Again, this is Tampa Bay, a Tampa Bay defense that has given up the most fancy points to wide receivers this year. They weren't playing for anything. It was horrible. Three receptions, 11 yards for Devin Funches. But, again, I think the injury had a big part to play. Uh, Michael Crabtree, three targets, zero receptions. I don't need to tell you he scored zero fantasy points for you. All right. So, Matt Franchise, let me ask you this. What do you do with Des Bryant in drafts for 2018? I don't know. I'm going to be – it's going to be interesting to start doing, like, early mocks. Okay. Uh, he's been just—he's just been a floor play this year, and like his ceiling has been 12 points in a standard league. He's not that. I feel like people are trying to relive that eight. What is it? 18 touchdown, 16 touchdown 16, season he had a few yeah. years ago, right? And like he just hasn't been that guy. He's and not he's, that dude. He's been that was injured. Like, four years ago at this point. like Dak isn't. Dak isn't the same quarterback Tony Romo was in his prime, clearly. And, like, it's just the, this offense is run first. They want to run it through Zeke. And I don't – you know, Dez has been, like, a borderline first-round pick for the last few years. I think he's going to have to – we're going to have to drop slides. him. I think he slides like, considerably his name, uh, Like, he has that name value. I think people, casual players, are still going to va- draft him highly because his name's Dez Bryant, and people associate that with elite wide receivers. I don't know. They're going to they're look at his last couple years, and yeah. granted, there's some injuries, but uh, 2016, he played 13 games, under 800 yards and eight touchdowns. Yep. This year, he's going to finish with the over 800 yards, but it's only six touchdowns right now going into Week 17. Yeah. So. He's yeah. an older 20, player. He'll we, probably clear 130 targets this year, too. we got to drop him. I think he's going to be he's going to be viewed as an older player, no production last two years. He's played in so many of these island games too. Yeah, yeah. That, he's got eyes on him. Yeah, you know, and I think I think even casual fantasy fans, I think they'll drop him. Well, I think I think the the Dallas offense is going to look pretty different next year too. Uh, I would imagine. I mean, it has to. 
like their passing game, they need to put him on the Anquan Bolden plan. Basically, that would be right. awesome. Right. Yeah, right. and but and he needs That'd to be awesome. He needs to know he needs to go on the Anquan Bolden plan too, because I think turn he, him into Larry Fitz. Yeah, yeah, because I think he can still play. Like yeah. Dez isn't. He's still tough as hell. Yeah, like he isn't completely washed, but he's no longer like a top X receiver that you just let run up against press man coverage on the outside against the team's best cornerback, and he wins more than he doesn't. He's not that guy anymore. So they need to bring in like a true number one receiver. They need to bring in better competi- competition. Bro, they got Terrence Williams. Dude, they've got Ryan Switzer. That's a that's a sleeper I've got my eye on next year if Cole Beasley is gone. <laughs> I would imagine I love he is. Ryan Switzer. Yeah, Ryan Switzer's a pretty good player. He's got a lot of juice. But uh but yeah, uh it'll be interesting what happens with Dez. But I would imagine he's gonna fall into yeah. like uh, fifth round at the earliest. At the earliest. Wow. wow. No, I was gonna say fifth or sixth was I'm my guess. For I'm already out at that price. That's yeah. what I'm saying. A number t- hopefully a number two receiver on a run first offense. I don't know, man. I, and again, it may he might get you know if he decides to, and I doubt he will. But I, if he decides, hey man, I'm gonna do the whole Larry Fitz thing and play in the slot, then you know there might be some you know buzz in PPR. But I think overall he's gonna slide. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even be surprised if he goes like you know seventh, eighth, ninth round. Not a single hundred yard game this season. Brutal. Just brutal, brutal, brutal. Rough, man. All right, so here we go. What's up? Daily daps. Oh, wow. And close the show. Shall we do it? Let's do We've it. we made it. Daps. Okay. Let's go. Daps. Daily uh, daps. Daily daps. Matt Franchise, what do you got? Nothing? Do you want me to go first? No, I'm going to daps this clothing store that I dig. Uniqlo. You guys know about Uniqlo? Sure, absolutely. Affordable clothing, plain. Dude, it's so affordable, yeah. and it's styling and re- really good quality. It's great And quality. I got a bunch of Uniqlo stuff for Christmas for my fiance. And I'm, okay. This jacket. Wait. wait this jacket right here. Yeah. Super thin, super lightweight. Dude, blocks from I the wind. In, so warm. When I lived in Chicago for a year, yeah. there was a Uniqlo store right up the way, and my wife got me, like, yep. tons of stuff, and it was awesome stuff. And then I so get back awesome. to Southern it's California, and I can't wear any of it right. until now. They, so, they, yeah. they, if you live in a cold-weather climate, they make really good, really like, good. lightweight stuff that keeps you super layers. warm. Yeah. What's yeah, this? Layers. What's, how do you spell it? U-N-I-Q-L-O. U-N-I-Q-L-O. I second that. That's nice. There's a couple flagship stores in, like, the bigger cities, but just go online, and they have, like, really nice dress shirts. Stuff is always on sale. You can get a nice dress shirt for, like, 20 bucks. It's uh, it's very simple. Love the store, man. Um, yes. If you so it's it's simple stuff, but high quality and affordable. So there you go. Um, <laughs> Matt, I can't believe we talked about you. We, that was just a straight plug for that. Not, uh, I know, Matt, I know. what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, definitely daily daps to a good Christmas out here is really nice to have my mom, Steve, and Emily come out. My sister, uh, we had good fun at uh, Gelhar's new. Second new apartment in the last <laughs> three months. Yeah. Stop changing your address. <laughs> no, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm there now. I'm, I'm Wait, there. you moved again? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Well, that. I had some friends who live on Culver oh, Boulevard. Oh, oh, right, oh that's right. That's right. And okay, they, yeah, their yeah, roommate yeah. was going to leave, and they're Got like, it. oh, we have to find I didn't a new know if that place was finalized. a new roommate. Yeah, it's in. Okay. I'm in there now. And okay, I was great. like, I'll just come live with you guys so Lovely. I can walk to work now. It's a good location. Dude, that's amazing. It's great. So you're back in Culver? Yes. You're back in Culver. I'm back in the bubble. Back in the bubble, baby. Watch out. Love it. So it was a good time. Your family seemed legitimately excited about visiting the network. Oh, yeah. It was definitely uh, – I think Steve is unfortunate. He's very sad he didn't get his big break while here. Ah, <laughs> he didn't get discovered. <laughs> didn't get discovered. Well, uh, execs were on vacation. <laughs> right. That's yeah, what I told true, him. I was like, true. not a lot of people are going to be around to see – but they got to sit in on uh, players only while it taped. Which oh, was, cool. Which was pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So got to see DeMarcus Ware, uh, TD, uh, James Jones, and Reggie Bush yakking it up. That's cool, man. That was fun. My sister was Snapchatting with her uh, boyfriend who was like, hey, I'm watching – Players only right now. She's like, me too. Oh, <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Uh, good, good time. My sister got me a gift. I'm really excited about uh, an air fryer, uh, which is like it cooks. A co- it, it cooks air. No, no, no. Oh. Cooks food with air. Harmon's on the air diet, dude. Now. I'm excited about this because like, it's a, you're a, you're a breatharian now. It's a, it's <laughs> like it it really fries food well, but without oil, so it's a lot healthier. I got you. Uh, it's really exciting. I'm I'm gonna use it tonight. Gonna get him make a big debut, and I will come back with feedback on the air fryer. I like it. I know everybody's <laughs> dying for breatharian. breatharian. I just googled breatharian, and the first thing that comes up says breatharian couple claim they've barely yeah. eaten for nine years. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> that yeah, will not be what I'm doing. Uh, Har- breatharian. Harmon, let me know how this thing works because I'm still just curious how it differs than an oven. When you're like, yeah, yeah you like you cook stuff. It's like frying it with but without oil and stuff. And I'm he's very like, I'm gonna curious. make some fries in it. Yeah, I was like, I think it's like, doesn't it do like some like 
I, I it know. circulates yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, induction food. It, yeah, it's not. It's not like a. So it's, it's not more heat. like a convection oven. It's a convection Some, oven. Yeah, that's exactly. Why what do they it call is. it an air fryer? Because, bro, it's called an air fryer. Because then it gets it then it gets hipsters yeah. like yes. him to buy. Like, oh, I can fry things without uh, oil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like exactly air fryer. That sounds amazing. I'm gonna I'm fry kidding. my air fryers air? per per Wikipedia, yeah. which we can always trust. Air fryers are attractive for their convenience, safety, and health benefits. A chip pan, for example, with its traditionally open top, can easily allow hot droplets of cooking oil to escape or splash out on the user, which is not possible with an air fryer. So. Healthy and safe. So healthy and safe. So you don't fry it in anything. You just put it in there. Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. Throw, I, again, I will let you know. Yeah, this is intriguing. Um, it's it's really not. It's, I think it's going to be just a convection oven. and it's. Well, probably, you know what? Okay. Sorry, James. Some of us don't make $500,000 a second. <laughs> first of all, just, I, I didn't even bring it. I wasn't even the first person to bring it up. Alex Gellar yeah, okay. brought it up. Well, you know what? You, you landed the finishing <laughs> blow, and therefore I'll blame you for this. What? Let's wrap this up. Okay. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I will daily tap... Uh, Big Boy's new album, Boomiverse. Who's sick? You guys have heard uh, the lead single from this in the iPhone commercial, All Night. Oh, okay. You know, where they're singing and then the animal emojis are, are singing along or whatever yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a catchy. Not the Sam Smith song with the earbuds? Oh, my God, no. Stop with that one. That's got to get out that of one's Apparently, that couple's husband and wife. I've they are. Yeah. Oh, they are. Okay. I didn't know I it, though, that. in the commercial. That makes right. it That makes <laughs> it a little bit better, it's but irony. not really. I, you no. know what? Can we just talk about that co- that commercial real quick? Okay. This this came up at Christmas yesterday as well, and everybody like universally hates that commercial. Right. Which I I kind of find funny because like on its just surface itself, that commercial is gorgeously shot. It's, it's a got good a good commercial. song in yes. the background. Yes. Like it's yeah. it's kind of cool with the dancing, but the fact that it's for those stupid headphones, I think, is what drives it. Yeah, and the headphones it's played are... so much. Yeah, that's a true. It, it like, oversaturation. It is definitely pl- like during football season. I always forget like how annoying. It is to watch the same commercial over and over again because, like, during the offseason, I'm hardly watching television or anything like that. So it's like, just forget that. Oh yeah, that's right. When you're watching TV and you're, you know, for like a for a long t- period of time, you're gonna see the damn same commercials over and over right. again. Right. And and that one is bad. Also, I find Sam Smith a little bit like no thanks. So I the fact that he's in like his th- th- that song adds to the annoyance to me also just yeah the overall theme of it is is a little bit pretentious I just like those headphones are a little <clears throat> bit pretentious i think it's a little bit i think it's a little bit pretentious it's just a little it's just cornball yeah it's corny speaking of commercials can we do away with doorbells in commercials yes for dogs yeah. yes every time drew Brees comes to the door and rings the doorbell my dog freaks out and after like three Same. times on Sunday, <laughs> the other nfl pro shops get the doorbell we just got to do away with the doorbell i agree I with you i think you tweeted that earlier it's, a, good stand. it's a very good stand I I, I agree that's a good stance, Agreed. although I do kind of enjoy – because Charlie, my dog's not like a big dwarf. Like, he will, like, get alert and, like, kind of, like, give one b- half-hearted bark I got to open the door. I got to show. I got to yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah. for you, I, here. I understand. But I do get a kick out of it because, like, <laughs> Chuck will just – will poke his head up and, like, kind of give one bark at it. And I just said, buddy, that's not, that's not your door. That's not your door, buddy. And he's, he's down. Still, do away with doorbells. Uh, I agree. For Chris, over, you have for to over. open the door for your dog and I gotta show I got to show him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Dogs have writing. issues with oh, yeah. object permits. I, was, I see the commercial come on, and I'm like, "Where's the remote to I'm turn the all volume this stuff down?" For, uh, for Jets Chargers, <laughs> and then the commercial comes on. Breeze is ringing the doorbell, <laughs> and my dog Sully just goes nuts, yeah. thinking that somebody's at the door. It's all like a big production. See, it's like if three you got minutes if, to settle them down. If you, yeah. got, if you got a dog that <laughs> they cares more, yeah. then you know, I get, I get it. He cared. That's fantastic, Alex Kellar. What do you got? Uh, hold on, I need to watch this goal first. All right, you can hold on. Wait, let me give you. That was beautiful. Okay. This well, is a great goal. Okay. Okay. So uh, it, was a, it was a free kick, and, uh, and I took it out of the air. Okay. It was routine. That's okay. Incredi- it was incredibly routine. difficult. Routine. God. I could have done that. But can we talk about? Do you guys? Did you guys watch the uh, the post game coverage with uh, with Reggie Wayne uh, on NFL Network? A little bit. Yeah. No? yeah. So he called the Antonio Brown, or excuse me, the uh, new the, the new catch. He called it just good. He's like, yeah, that's a good catch. Why? Like just like that. He's like, yeah, that was a good catch. I'm like, what? what? I don't know, man. Maybe when you like you have caught a football in the NFL like hundreds of thousands of times like he has maybe it's just like whatever. there's a reason it was still we, unreal, we've like though. never we haven't seen a catch like that it's like no. he t- tips it to himself catches it secures it double taps it what what the what? body control what are you talking about is otherworldly that's what I'm saying it's unreal okay. future hall of famer the AFC South 
he's got uh, high standards. I guess. He's got high standards. Uh, he better, he better uh, stretch that thing with his foot. <laughs> he's jealous. Crazy. Okay, so I'm going to daily dap uh, Christmas movies in general because I watched a bunch during the run-up. Uh, okay. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It yes. is not. Oh, man, uh, that was so much fun. Is Hocus Pocus on this list? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That was so much That's fun Halloween. last night tweeting about that because yeah. people get le- like so upset about the Die Hard thing like on – on many sides, on both sides. On both sides. Uh, they get, they get sides. upset. and But especially the Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. People get so upset when you – and they try to – and they like it's never – not a Christmas movie. Okay, well, it is a Christmas movie. Okay. But, like, nobody ever has a good argument for it. And that makes it so easy they, to troll and them. Well, and they all kept throwing out all their straw man arguments. And I was like, just like slap, slap, yeah, slap, beautiful. slap. Get them out of here. None and of get, these Alex was hitting them with the uh, lawyered gift yeah. like, many times. Because <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would counter their point, and then I would just slide in that Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. Lawyered. lawyered. But yeah, it's just so it's so lame. Like, but anyway, so Die Hard. But uh, Gremlins so watched all of them. But there was a great piece I read on Christmas Eve uh, in the Daily Beast from Aaron Gloria Ryan, is a really funny and smart writer. But it's called Home Alone is so much better if Kevin McAllister is dead. Holy! And it's just like a theory, like a way to approach the film, like when you watch it, because that movie. It has a lot of flaws, and like one of them is like I even tweeted when I was rewatching it. You're saying if Kevin season. McAllister is a ghost? Yeah, if he's a ghost that's inhabiting the house, <laughs> and like the o- his mom is the only one that's ever concerned that she leaves him there. Everybody else is kind of like, eh, whatever. Oh, it's she's Kevin. the psycho mom. Yeah, she is. Kind of like she so is, she's like PTSD. PTSD. Yeah. PTSD yeah. Wow. But anyways, I tweeted the piece. Uh, you can just search for it. Da- Daily Beast. Home Alone is so much better if Kevin McAllister is dead. So it's a little just way to. It's a different interpretation of the film. So when you read it, you're like. That's kinda, interesting. Kind of makes some sense. Okay. But, you know, and then she makes some funny God. points, like, because he can kind of bend oh the God. rules of reality and stuff. Like, when he goes down his stairs on the, the toboggan sled thing, there is a 0% chance he makes it out that door. He yeah. is going right into the wall or that closet or whatever it is and probably concussing himself. <laughs> Got to put him in protocol. <laughs> but, no, he's a ghost because he can slip right out. Interesting. She I, makes, I'll have to, she I'll makes, have to it's read a, that. It's a short piece. She makes a lot of good piece, but it was really I fun. I was, I had been having a few drinks. I was watching Christmas movies, and I was like, whoa. You know, there's way, you know the there's way too much violence in that movie for it to be considered a Christmas movie per the non diehard right. Christmas movie exactly. truthers. Exactly. Idiots. What a bunch of clowns. <laughs> so easy to trigger too. Oh, God, it's gets, incredible. They get so upset. There's nothing there's no when you're a troll, as I am, yes. there is no better thing to troll than something that the other people feel so passionate about and you couldn't get and they're like when they're clearly wrong and <laughs> you don't care at all. Like I have no dog in this in this fight, <laughs> yeah. but they care so much when and they're clearly wrong. Twitter's much more fun when you go into it like yeah. Oh, exactly. Like that's exactly what I did what I did last night. Right I'm like, ah, yeah. what is wrong with you guys? Fired up. What, what do you mean? What do you what is wrong with you guys? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? This is like our bit. This is our thing. <laughs> this is why. Hey, we told you to bench AJ Green. Hey, there you go. Hey, Nailed okay, it. kind of. This, this kind is, of. This is why there are trolls online. No, you know what? We're a referendum. This mentality right here. Okay. It's fun. What are it's, you guys doing? It's a referendum on people to not get upset about things that are meaningless. <laughs> like if you're if and- you if you are <laughs> online on Christmas night getting upset about di- about people's opinions about Die Hard and what movie genre it falls in, yeah. I'm not the problem. You're the problem. <laughs> and oh I will say, God. both of their trolling is very good-spirited, oh. like, playful. Trolling. Yeah, That's I'm it. not like, right. let me get in on some race war or something. Like, <laughs> no. I'm o- again, I'm only... <laughs> like, you're my I'm Rams only tra- thing. Yeah, like yeah. The, my Rams thing. Like, it's a total <laughs> troll move. I see. I don't care one way or another, <clears throat> but people seem to get bothered. Like, when the fact I'll tweet out, like... Oh man, so good to see both of my teams secure big wins today. Every single time, oh, I hook, I hook at least two people every time, and it's beautiful because I don't care, but you care so much, and it, none of it matters. It's the same thing with like the like. The, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to do this about serious stuff, but something like yeah. yeah, whether Die Hard's a Christmas movie okay. or not. If you're willing to get upset about that, yeah. that's your problem. That's wow. not on me. That that your two teams tweet was so funny on Christmas Eve when we were working because your teams had won, and then you just threw out that tweet, and then like five minutes. Later, he's over there giggling, like got him again, got, got him, him again. You, I even replied, like, uh, like, cause, cause one person replied, like, oh, two teams, and like with an eye roll gif or something. And the other one's like, agree. My first thought too. How can you? And I just replied, like, lol. You guys are so easy. People, s- beautiful. <laughs> Fantasy hipsters presented by Infowars. <laughs> oh, oh wow! Come on. Hey, Jesus. I will not be part of this. Yeah, no. <laughs> 
I'm unassociated with Harmon's tweets. Unbelievable. Uh, You're producer, in on my tweets. <laughs> no, Chris, close the show, buddy. Oh, Merry Christmas, everyone. I'm Merry going to, so me and my wife are planning a trip to Italy. Nice. For Christmas Good. in Dude, the nice. off-season. So nice. I, need, I may need yeah. some tips. We're going to try to do the Amalfi Coast. Oh, dude. Rome. Yeah, so. if any listeners out there have, any, have info. Anybody have uh, tips Terra, advice? Got to go. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. 100%. Um... Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Of course, I'm going to do the same for my honeymoon possibly next year. This is like a delayed honeymoon, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah, man. Let me know what you find out. The delayed honeymoon (laughs) seems to be like a new trend amongst married. Well, also, when you work in football. When you work in sports, the delayed honeymoon is a a norm. When did you marry? I got married in August. Oh, really? Wow. Wow. Didn't know that. Three years ago. Oh. That's what I'm saying. That's a question. I was like, I the congrats are still. Okay. I appreciate oh, that. That's good. I, I, I mean, yeah, it doesn't, oh, well, it doesn't I take go, it back. It doesn't ever Three go years away. ago, I take it back. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> no. But Merry Christmas to everybody. And, uh, Absolutely. Thanks for listening this year. Cool. Oh, I love it. All right, that's the show for Matt Harmon, for Matt Franchise, Alex Gellhar, and producer Chris. I'm James Go. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And congratulations if you won your championship. Sorry. See you later. Trolling is good. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all new, all hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.